Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast. Thanks for clicking on today's podcast. Uh, today's topic is really going to be focused on what was really different about um, this journey versus others when it comes to motivation and discipline. And the reason I, I've been thinking about it recently is um, I had my daughter's baby dedication this past Sunday. And at our family's house, we uh, had stuff that's not typically on plan. You know, there was cupcakes there, there was nachos. A lot of stuff that made me successful on my journey was available, and I enjoyed some of it. Now, I've always talked about how a balanced approach versus a cheat, you know, a cheat being relief is the best way to go. So I, I'm not harping too much on it. But I can remember so many times in my journey and probably a lot of our journeys to where we're really consistent and we're doing really, really well. But then we go to a party or we go to someone's house or something happens to where we have something that maybe necessarily we shouldn't have or we feel guilty later for having it. And then the situation presents itself where we either say, you know what, I got to go on this super restrictive diet now. I've got to eat nothing the next day or you know we've got to or we actually get back on the plan that you know we did in the first place but this is it's sad to say but this is typically how it happens we step off once but then immediately there almost is another opportunity to do it again and that additional opportunity to do it again presents itself so swiftly you go to someone's house hey we're ordering pizza do you want some and you know that pizza's not on your plan it's not to say that pizza's the enemy but pizza's not part of your plan, uh, okay. Or you see something in the pantry or you see something in the fridge and you kind of have the taste buds of what you enjoyed, say at a party, a birthday party gathering, and you kind of had that, oh, I can let up a little bit here. And then that kind of I can let up-ness kind of carries over. And it's typically how I failed so many times before is I'm gonna eat right. I'm gonna start doing this. And an opportunity presents itself where I pat myself on the back that I've done good. And so I enjoy something. But then for some reason that that kind of gives a signal to my mind that I've enjoyed here. Um, you know, I, I can have a little bit here. I can have a little bit here. And it's almost like those little I can have, I can have add up to we're actually no longer on the plane in the first place. Or we've just kind of given up because we've realized how restrictive our particular plan is. And so... I was thinking about all the different times before where I've wanted to lose weight my entire life. I mean, I don't want to be ridiculed and bullied in school. I didn't want to be told the things that I was being told. I mean, it's not like I took those comments and was like, oh, well, I am, there's nothing I can do. Like, I knew that I've always wanted to lose weight. That was always the goal. I, I, I didn't want to be ostracized because of my size. But again and again, I was almost blinded by self-sabotage for myself to where I would be motivated to start, motivated to just get going, but then at some point when discipline needed to settle in for me to really be successful, it was never there. Never there. And that's probably the biggest thing that I can now think back now in the past five years on what's really changed with this journey versus a lot of the others is that the discipline to say, I'm okay. And that's hard. That's really difficult to get used to, I'm okay. And I, I talked about on a prior podcast on how I had the emotional moments of, you know, I was done for calories for the day and I had to run into the other room and get, I got emotional. 
I actually cried and shed some tears because I couldn't eat anymore. I mean, that's how bad my food addiction was where I was getting emotional and crying because I was out of calories for the day. And so I'm at this point where I'm realizing that I've got to get used to saying I'm okay. Because how many times do we have family, friends, get-togethers, work, lunch parties at work, friends that invite us out, that it's not that we can't eat out with them, but typically what we would normally have with them on our plan, we're not going to have. So say you typically go over to a lunch restaurant and you know have you know, the sandwich and the chips and the soda, and you have this whole entire meal that is, you know, 2,000, 2,300 calories without you knowing it. And now you're being, you know, a little bit more conscious with your health decisions when it comes to food, and you're not having those things. And, you know, hey, I'm gonna order an appetizer for the table is a great example. And it's like, no, I'm okay. And it, ha- it actually sitting in front of you, and you're like, no, I'm okay. I actually remember, and my dad doesn't listen to my podcast, so I think I'm safe here. But I remember one of the cruelest things is about six, yeah, about six months into my journey, I visited my dad who lives on uh, lives in the South, and we ended up going to the Carolinas, and we stopped at a barbecue joint. And I couldn't have any of the stuff that they were offering. I think it was the end of the night, and so they only had the sugary, just, it just wasn't on my plan. And so he ordered for the table and just completely chowed, just chowed on some really good looking barbecue, just tasty barbecue. And that was a moment where I am just looking blank faced going, I can't believe I'm going through this. Like, what in the world am I doing to myself? I'm, I'm sabotaging enjoyment. How could I? And hey, did you want something? Did you want some cornbread? No, I'm okay. That's one big thing that we're gonna have to really get used to, and it's not about sabotaging enjoyment, but it's positioning ourselves for success to enjoy things, but in a respective and balanced way. You're gonna have to get used to saying, no, I'm okay. Gonna have to get used to getting the, the, the words, no, I'm okay, when someone offers. Because you've gotta have that plan, that, that conscious plan of, what's okay and what's not. And it's not to say you're gonna be on edge at every moment in regards to your plan, but if you decide to have something, you better have a plan to get back on and not try to self-sabotage yourself to starvation or to potentially getting back into having a little bit here, having a little bit there. Like, for me, this past weekend, I stepped off what I typically have. I knew Monday, if there was gonna be an opportunity to have something, I've got the discipline to say, no, I'm okay. I've enjoyed myself this weekend. I now need to have the discipline to say, no, I'm okay. And that's where it, it, you know, I, I hear it all the time. I've got no motivation. I've just got no drive. If you're not willing to commit to this long term, then I wouldn't commit any short amount of time to even thinking about starting, you've got to get to the point where you've got to be, and I I put this on Instagram on my story today, you got to be laser focused. You've got to be so focused on, I've got to do something. I've got to take care. No, there's no negotiation. There's no, like I I worked in the um, uh, insurance industry on the auto side where we negotiated with body shops. And there was always room for negotiation. And I've gotten out of that now, so I look back and realize like that, that that's a tough, tough job. You're essentially getting into an argument every day, and there's always a negotiation. 
And there came a point where I had to make a stance at work in regards to a particular procedure, something that we weren't paying for, were paying for, whatever it was. And I had to make a hard stance that this is a non-negotiable. This is, there's no negotiating this. This is what it is. And so really that's where we know that our journey is going to really take a serious turn for the better is when we're really willing to say to ourselves, no, that's non-negotiable. I have a plan. I'm sticking to that plan. I'm laser focused on that plan. And if I have something that's off that plan, I'm going to get right back on and be focused on staying balanced. Oh, I slipped up again. I slipped up again, slipped up again. Those are going to happen. Those are very common. But those need to happen less and less, and there has to be a structure to your plan. There's got to be a a, just such a desperation of, I've got to do this. And learning that, no, I'm okay, because that's going to present itself, that that you're going to have to present the no, I'm okay more times than not. Even now, five years out, I'm constantly still having to present no, I'm okay, because I have a plan. I know what I can have during the day that keeps me at my calorie maintenance without the concern of a calorie um, surplus for me to gain weight. I know when I I step closer to the borderline because I've been um, doing this for so long, I I, I know where I'm at. So I can plan around trips, baby dedications, birthdays, you know, what I did this weekend. I did this weekend and I got right back on plan and I am not... Oh, maybe I can stop here. I'm just, I'm not there because I had my fun. Now I've got to balance it out. And maybe that's a good way that we can approach it mentally. Okay, I I had this. Now now it's time to say laser focus. I've got to balance it out. I've got to balance this thing out. I can't extreme it and have it jeopardize and self-sabotage myself, like starving yourself the next day after you know, eating off plan, you know, you call it cheating or we call it cheating. Uh, you do that and you starve yourself the next day. That It doesn't work. That's not beneficial. It's just, it's doing nothing beneficial for you mentally, but it's saying, you know what? I had a good time and I need to get back on plan. You know, when my wife and I went on vacation to Mexico, I spent probably over a week not concerned about sticking to what is going to keep me thriving. But as soon as I got back, there was temptation. It's crazy, you go off of plan for about a week and you have a lot more sugar than you're planning and that's one big thing. I've always talked about, you know, hey, low carb, low carb, it's talked about so much, but really, I was an extreme low sugar. I tried to minimize sugar in every way possible because that's the real bugger, that's the real addictive one right there, sugar. And so if I have an overance of sugar, I'm not sure if overance is a word, but roll with me here. <laughs> but if um, if I'm having so much sugar, definitely when I'm going to Costco, when I got back from vacation, those donuts looked good because it was tempting. It was um, addictive, like sugar is. It was pulling me in, but I had to have a non-negotiable. No, I need to get back on plan. I need to get back on plan. I need to balance this out. I've done well in enjoying myself at this point gathering get together but I'm not going to make any strides and this is what we really have to tell ourselves mentally and inside I'm not going to get anywhere if I continue to just let up every time I try or I cut myself short every time I try every time that we try and you know either fail or end up giving up we set up or we put 
in a bucket of it can happen and that bucket gets heavier and heavier every time you try and give up because you just have a memory of not being able to do it and less memories of actually being able to do it. So if you're going to do it, it's committing to it long term. It's saying, I'm going to do this. It's being non-negotiable about your standards and it's, I got to balance this out and it's getting used to the words, no, I'm okay. Hey, um, we want to come out to dinner? Hey, sure. Oh, hey, want to go on a date? You're going on a first date. You're going out with your spouse. Um, maybe they're not on the plan that you are. Uh, hey, I'm going to order this. Oh, great. I'm going to get the steak or I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. Hey, I'm going to order appetizer for the table. Did you want anything? No, I'm okay. It's going to be rough. It's going to be tough. But, but, and here's the big but, the big but. You're going to be happier with no, I'm okay then later going, no, I shouldn't have had that. No, 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 I jeopardized what I was doing. I was doing so good. That initial no, I'm okay is less tough or less impactful than feeling the later one of, no, I shouldn't have had that. I speak from 25 years plus of obesity experience of setting up a non-negotiable, getting used to saying, no, I'm okay, and balancing your journey out. You're going to put yourself in such a better mental state and be so much more successful on the journey. So hoping this encourages you today. I'm hoping to come out with some more topical uh, podcasts. Again, I like to keep it short and sweet on these. I know a lot of us have busy lives and we're out and about. So keeping these under you know, 30 minutes, sometimes under 15 minutes is, uh, is the goal. Uh, I want to thank you again for listening to this podcast. Thank you for those that uh, support the podcast monthly. That really helps and really helps support us, especially because of our last announcement that we made with uh, us moving. You know, my wife is actually uh, staying home full time and essentially I am providing for the house. So honestly, your contribution to the podcast actually does help our bottom line and really supports us. So just want to say thank you for that. If there's any topics that you'd like me to discuss, anything that you'd like me to bring up or um, go over something that went on in my journey that maybe possibly could relate with yours, I'd be happy to shoot me a DM on Instagram and just let me know what uh, topic and uh, I'll see what I can do in talking about it and uh, maybe bringing my wife into it or bringing somebody else to give a better perspective. Uh, Thank you again for listening to this podcast and I will talk to you on the next one. Take care.